0: This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, a bone collection. The University of Houston presents this series about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. A new body has just arrived. Two doctors and their protégés carefully move it to a table. They look over the body closely, noting its age, race, physical defects, signs of disease, and likely cause of death. They record over 70 body measurements using high-precision instruments. A thorough dissection follows. Then the team removes all 206 bones from the body and labels each one with a specimen ID number. They stow the set of bones in its own army surplus ammo box for further inspection. Is this some morbid scene from a horror movie? Hardly. I just described the arrival of a new specimen for the Hammond Todd osteological collection. The two doctors were Carl Hammond and T. Wingate Todd. Carl Hammond came to the Western Reserve Medical School in Cleveland, Ohio in 1893. He wanted to create a teaching museum for anatomy there, so he began collecting human and non-human skeletons. He had gathered 100 full human skeletons when the school promoted him to dean. No longer able to commit his time to teaching and the collection, Hammond hired T. Wingate Todd to continue the work. Todd had prior experience cataloging specimens and a commanding executive style. This fit perfectly with developing Hammond's collection. Todd, however, expanded the use of the skeletons from mere teaching tools to subjects for research. He studied the normal growth of bones and the effects of disease. Todd only drew conservative conclusions. He never speculated beyond what the data clearly showed. Yet, he wasn't afraid to challenge the work of his colleagues. He disproved untested but long-held beliefs that littered the field of anthropology at the time. For instance, he debunked the myth that the skulls of African Americans had smaller brain cases than Caucasians. Hammond and Todd worked with local coroners to obtain unclaimed bodies from hospitals, morgues, and workhouses. Understandably, critics of the collection contend that it's incomplete because it doesn't reflect the full diversity of Cleveland's population at the time. Most of the 3,000 skeletons came from the indigent or low-income city dwellers, who tend to have higher rates of disease and illness. But this alleged weakness is actually a strength of the collection. With it, we can study the effects of many diseases and trauma on bone while accounting for factors such as age, sex, and body weight. Medicine in the early 20th century saw the birth of new high-tech devices such as the x-ray machine, each one aimed at finding the lesion within. But this new precision came with a price. Doctors began focusing their diagnoses on smaller areas, thus losing sight of the rest of the body. Conversely, Hammond and Todd only used new devices to enhance their classic methods of dissection and observation. They kept their view of the body as a larger, unified whole, only narrowing their focus when needed. They understood that every body wants to share its story, especially when we get down to bare bones. I'm Chris Miller, along with the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work.